0: This is the business of pleasure.
1: I live life to enjoy it, and I don't really care what anybody has to say. I come from a family of strong women, and you know, I mean, I just that's what I know. Because we're scared to talk about it. That is so crazy to me, because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. People need to stop being so hush-hush about everything right. and so shy about everything because sex is not a bad thing.
0: Welcome to the podcast, The Business of Pleasure, presented to you by Bedroom Candy. Bedroom Candy is a sexual health and wellness company and brainchild of Grammy-winning singer-songwriter and star of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Ms. Candy Burris. Our host and president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, Nadine Thompson, takes an in-depth look at the people, products, and stories behind the Nationwide Home Party Company. New episodes are released Thursdays. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. Today we have the opportunity to speak with a wonderful young woman, Kendall Davis, a.k.a. Janae Jones. Janae is an example of determination and passion. She took her love for writing and sexuality to the next level in her first self-published book, Vivid, She realized her imagination was colorful in middle school, but wouldn't fully explore her talent until she was old enough to really understand the power of words. Simple thoughts and emotions communicated via text message became the start of a book that she didn't know she was writing. A single mother of one amazing son, she works by day as an HR coordinator and at night working on her passion of writing and planning. She's been a bedroom candy consultant since 2014 and loves every minute of it. As a consultant, she makes money doing something that she would do for free – talk about sex and the pleasures found in it. With the unexpected positive response to book number one, Janae is working on book number two now and hopes to have that out in the fall of 2018. I'm so excited to wen- to welcome Kendall Davis to The Business of Pleasure. Welcome, Kendall. Would you prefer for me to call you Kendall or Janae?
1: Um, we can go with Kendall. That's fine. Oh, great. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted to tell you that um, you sent your book to me a while ago, and it was sitting in a pile on my desk, and I was about to go on a women's wellness retreat um, a week ago. And I took um, the book with me. I thought, let me, you know, uh, check this book out. And so I took it with me and decided to read it on the plane and read it in the hotel room and I loved it and I immediately called our systems analyst and said you know you've got to get me and I went into the system looking I don't know what I was thinking I was probably too blissed out for Janae Jones and then I figured out it was Kendall Davis and she sent me over your number and I was so excited because I thought you know this stuff is great I like her writing I love it you had sent it a while ago so I apologize for not getting back to you but I thought you know this is a testament testimony to things happen in their own time and as I was getting ready I thought what do I want to read this weekend and I thought let me take something that's small and you know concise and I can read it while I'm there at the retreat and read it on the plane and I can get a good idea about whether or not this would be great for the business of pleasure so again welcome to the podcast it's great to have you on Kendall where do you live?
1: I am in Nashville Tennessee
0: okay wonderful city capital of the world (laughs) yes absolutely we had another podcast guest um renee burwell who lives out there and she's just wonderful a sexologist so i have been to nashville do you know her
1: yes she's my she's my connective bedroom
0: candy oh great great well we've had her on the podcast before and i really want to have her back again she's so knowledgeable about all things sex and so it's it's Mm -hmm. great i need to come out to nashville we need to do something out there so you're awesome so tell us about vivid what inspired you to to write it
1: um, well, I've always had a passion for writing. I've always enjoyed just expressing my thoughts on paper. And like, like you mentioned in the bio, like I literally was writing some form of erotica since the middle school, as crazy as that sounds. Um, it wouldn't be anything as detailed as what Vivid is, but... Um, my friends want to you know, flirt with their little boyfriends in school and we'd write letters I would write the letters for them because they didn't know what to say so okay. it would be something like we were kissing behind a tree or something like that it's, you know childhood flirtatious letters and as I got older I realized that I still enjoyed just discussing and having conversation about sexuality and would freely have the topic of the conversation without without hesitation or whatever so um, a couple of years ago, I got involved with this guy, and I would send him text messages. He left to go to Detroit. He he moved away to Detroit, and we would still communicate. But I would send him just random text messages throughout the day about what I wish I could do with him or do to him, and like they would be very long. If you know anything about iPhone, like there's no character cap, so I would just type out whatever I was thinking and he kept responding like you need to write a book you need to put this in a book you need you put this in a book so i played around with the idea of it and decided i would take those few text messages and just try to expand on those and see what the people thought about it and vivid was born like every that was the response that's how i got the title because i would take some of the message, some of the writing and share it with some of my friends and they were like it's very vivid very detailed um and I decided that would be a perfect name for it. So eventually I just took every text message and actually put them in the book and then created a short story to go along with those simple text
0: messages. That's wonderful. Would you be interested in reading one of those text messages to us?
1: Sure. Let me let me pull that up for you. Um, the introduction of the book is actually the first text message I sent him while he was away. And I think that's what really sparked this idea of me writing.
0: There's something that I really like um, while you're pulling up one of the text messages. At the back of the book, um, I like that little um, piece that's written at the back. It says, me time can be a good time, but we time is even better. The time shared between Tyrone and Kayla is always beautiful, and such beauty should not be withheld from the world. Spend some of your time peeking into the world that hides away inside the mind of author Janae Jones. And so I just love that. I love that. Um, I love that introduction because I think it really kind of, you know, kind of invites you into your world. I mean, I think it's a personal journey with you and your boyfriend, and you're allowing us into that um, in the form of spoken words. So I just think it's it's so beautiful.
1: Thank you. I, I I really I don't think about the words that I use sometimes. I just allow my emotions and feelings to really just come out on paper, and then when right. it sounds right, I'm like, oh, that's what I'll go with, and people tend to love it, and I'm just, I overanalyze a lot, so I'm i am very, very excited that people really like my writing, because it's really just my thoughts. Right. So, um, right. The first thing, like I said, the introduction was actual text messages, so I'll read that, because okay. it's not as long as the other parts of the book, okay. and it um, starts off, Dear Tyrone, I missed you so much and look forward to the day you walk back through my door. Wrapping my arms around you is something I can't wait to do. Kissing you while melting into your big strong arms and feeling secure and sexy as you hold me is something that excites me. It's been months since I felt you. It's been too long since you held me. The fantasy of what is my the fantasy of it all is my escape of our reality. Knowing what we are and where we are is hard for me at times, but dreaming of what we could be and where we could end up makes it wet. The idea of being with no other man in life turns me on. To know I can freely fuck you is refreshing. Imagining the day you walk into our home and take me while in the kitchen with no words spoken makes me drip. Filling you in my sleep from behind makes my body tingle picturing me on top of you in the mirror as I ride you makes my kitty purr. To climax together is satisfying. No pullouts, no barriers, no stopping, hair pulling and juices flowing, easy glides into a tight space, hands gripping and nails scratching, ass bouncing and hips grinding, nipple biting, passionate kisses and eye gazing. I've missed you so much and look forward to the day you walk back through my door. Love, Kayla.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's really great. I love that. I love that. Thank you, yeah,
1: that was a text message that was just simply a text message I sent one night
0: <laughs> Wow yeah I had. you know it's it's really I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's great writing. That's not a text that is really a a poem, a message, a, a little a short story by itself. um so tell me about um so you took these text messages, and then, so for example, this one, did you then take it and expand upon it into a short story? Was that the... Yeah, that's,
1: that was the, the basic concept of the book. I, um, we, we, we and this particular individual, who I call Tyrone in the book, um, have always just been open in our communication and our sexuality and what we do and just how we, we kind of just connect. So we have never had any hesitations with expressing what I felt in the moment, what I wanted to do with him. And um, there would be nights, especially while he was away, where I would just be in bed and I could feel him, even though he wasn't there, or I could smell him, even though he wasn't there. And I would just get up and start writing. And I'd start texting or typing, and and it it literally just poured out into the pages of this book. And everything that I would expressed to him with some fantasy that I had and we, we both are entrepreneurs in some fashion um, and there's one story in the book where it's the perspective of Kayla as a as a owner of her own company she's the boss and she has this meeting but she's reflecting on the night she had before with him and how she's really wanting to get through this day so she can get back to that moment that they shared and as she's getting to her next meeting she realizes that it's with him.
0: <laughs> so wow.
1: We know where that meeting went.
0: <laughs> yeah. Share this. You want to share a little bit of that one with us?
1: Sure. Let me see
0: if I can pull that up really quick here. Uh,
1: that one is called... Day and night
0: and the next day. Okay, I've got it right here. I'll, I'll look along <laughs> as you read. You don't have to do the whole thing, but maybe we can go through about half of it so people get a feel for it.
1: Okay. Um, being a boss is my destiny. Organizing is part of my passion. Leader and director are included in my title. But sitting at this conference table listening to reports and proposals aren't catching my attention as my mind continues to replay snapshots from last night. When I answered your call yesterday, I could hear it in your hello. I know your needs without any exchange of words is my specialty. To know your needs without any exchange of words is my specialty. When we speak on the phone, you appreciate that I know all the little things to say and mean every word spoken. I decided to close the door to my office and speak words that I knew would build you up for the night that was ahead. Truth be told, my soft moans not only enhanced my words but aroused my senses. The heat between my thighs was cooled off by my moisture. Leaving all the titles in the office couldn't happen soon enough for me. At home, you are the boss and I will never take I will never make you feel like less than that. Once I got home the only thing that mattered was making the boss happy. I knew you had been in three different time zones in the past 72 hours, and couldn't wait to welcome you home. Sharing laughs and talking about all the things you have been involved with concerning your brand and business throughout the night was all the fore- foreplay I needed. Playing my role for you is never a problem for me. Making you happy makes me making you happy always makes me feel happy. And I know my happiness is all that ever matters to you.
0: You can keep and going. I'm it's great. Keep over. Okay.
1: Uh, I'll get to the, the fun part. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. On the kitchen counter, in the den on the sofa, sitting at the kitchen table, under the, overhead, under the overhead shower in the master bathroom, staring, starting in the bed of the master bedroom, ending on the floor of the hallway. You make me oh so happy. Today, lunchtime, has planned to refocus my time. I had planned on being ready for my 2 o'clock meeting and finished the day off strong with no distractions. Then I walked into my office with my head down in papers, took my seat behind my desk, completely focused until the scent hit me. It must have You must have been my 2 o'clock. Close the door and lock it, sir.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it, so Kendall, you dedicated the book um to your best friend um I don't know if it was your best friend at the time or still is um tell us about no tell- tell us about that relationship and the inspiration <laughs> that person provided for you um
1: so Tyrone is my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep calling him Tyrone. there's a character in the book, but he's my best friend, and um It's interesting because when we first met, I actually hated him with a passion. Like, we both could not stand each other. We worked together, did not like him. He did not like me. He said I broke the rules. I said he was just cocky and conceited. And um, I was writing (laughs) at my desk one day, just writing out how I was feeling. And one of those thoughts was I felt like, fuck him. But he ble- he looks over my shoulder, and he was reading the list, and he was like, oh, I can help you with that. And I was like, oh, let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with that. see how that situation plays out. And um, we're going eight years strong now. So <laughs> he um, he would call me no-shoe shorty because I would wear heels to work every day. But it was cold, so I always put socks on, and i take my heels off, and I would walk around with my socks on and he he hated. That was part of the rule breaking that I did. He could not stand it. But um, again, we're 8 years strong now, so.
0: Oh, so you got so you're in a relationship now.
1: Um we definitely have something going on. I won't call it a, a steady relationship, but I'm I'm happy where I'm at.
0: Okay, that's that's interesting. Do you see um you know, you sound and look like a millennial young woman. And um, do you feel a connection with other women in your peer group, your age group, um, when it comes to telling your stories? Do other women identify with, with what you're writing?
1: The fun thing about that is I find the women that I meet through Bedroom Candy when I'm hosting parties. Um, they connect. Now, my close personal friends, they just know me, so they're just like, oh, that's Kendall, whatever. Um, I think a few of them secretly enjoy my stories. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently was having a conversation with my sister, actually, um, and we had had this conversation, and I told her, you know, you've got to be honest about what you like, and if you don't like it, let them know, because When they come across me i let them know that wasn't right you're not doing it right stop what you're doing let me show you how to do this (laughs) so um a lot of my friends just they they label me the, the freak of the group or whatever but they just know me and i'm i have no problem sharing what i've done who i've been with what i haven't done why i won't do certain things um there's a game that i play during the bedroom candy parties and you get so many numbers for each sexual act you've actually performed. And there's 85 numbers. The total is 85 on the list, and I think I was at 81.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow!
1: So it's a list of stuff like you know, have you done anal? Have you had sex in the park? Have you ever has been you know been in a threesome? Different stuff like that. And my number is 81. And I have. I, it's fun to watch them try to figure out what I haven't done.
0: Right, right. So you've had a lot of experience, um, and do you find, well, I mean, this might be a redundant question, but you talked about the fact that you, you know, incorporate this into your bedroom candy parties, so people, I guess, respond positively to those games. It sounds like a fun game to be able to play at a party.
1: I think it's not only a fun game, but I think it is a eye-opening game, because it's it causes them to not only look and see what they've done in their own lives, but then kind of see what their friends are about. Who has the highest freak number? Who really is out here enjoying life and experiencing different things? And it, it starts a conversation of how did you do that? Why would you do that? Would you do it again? How do you do it right? And I will say that it's been extremely surprising to me to meet so many women that have never had a vaginal orgasm. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, why are you not finding out how to make this happen for yourself? Even if he can't do it, how do you, like, what are you not doing? Because we need to get you there because it's a wonderful feeling. Like,
0: Yeah. So you found a lot of women have not had, is it a vaginal orgasm you said? Exactly. Wow. Through
1: just some of the, Initially, through that game, some of the things that are asked and like the questions, they're they're very um, thought-provoking. And then they they start asking me because my number is so high. Well, how did you do this? And why would you do that? How did you make this happen? And what led to this particular situation? And again, I have no problem expressing how I how I ended up in the <laughs> the '80s Man, with my right. number. Um, a lot of it came with Tyrone. Tyrone. Brought out a lot of the extra in me, right? Um, I think that's what makes our bond as strong as it is,
0: right?
1: Um, I get that. But it's definitely surprising that a lot of women are still ashamed or embarrassed by it.
0: Yeah, I I'd like to talk a little bit more about that because you know I I hear it. Um, well, I more so I should say I actually read about that a lot and, um, about women not orgasming or so many women have not experienced an orgasm and, you know, being a bedroom candy consultant, what would you recommend to, um, you know, is there a toy or something you would recommend uh, to those women if they were looking to explore masturbation and the opportunity to even experience an orgasm? What would you What would you recommend?
1: Um, I have realized that I'm cooked. Yeah, really gets them started. That that if, especially for beginners, if you've never had that experience and you want to go further in toy play, I would say I'm Hooked is a great starting point because it's designed in such a way to not only, you know, have penetration, but you control it and it massages the G-spot. And a lot of women aren't familiar with where that is either, which is, again, very surprising to me. Um, But that's a great starter. And when I I do that demo, that one tends to sell quickly.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Now, you're the first person I've been doing the podcast for a while and I've asked people about about different toys. And I'm really um, that you're the first person that's recommended the I'm hooked. But I think that sounds like it makes really good sense. So you find for a woman that may not have had a lot of experience or is looking to experience orgasm and masturbation, you would you would recommend the I'm hooked as an introductory toy for her to use.
1: Yes, ma'am. That, that one, again, because of the design and the curve, Right. it's perfect because you can control. And this is what I tell all of my, you know, when I'm having my parties, like, the, the great thing about Bedroom Candy and the toys, there's a delay switch. So even though the button is there, you can't just turn it off. You can't accidentally turn it off. You have to intentionally turn this thing off. So it's going to be something that you can enjoy and not have that sudden shock of a, of a toy that cuts off right in the middle of the orgasm like it's a great it, it curves it's you can manipulate it in different positions mm-hmm. and again it really helps to get that g spot um the g spot stimulation that you look for when you're having a vaginal orgasm
0: yeah yeah that was the toy we actually gave away um at candy burris uh she just finished the escape tour that they had mm-hmm. um and we bedroom candy sponsored the v i p experience lounges for um the escape concerts and we actually gave um an um hooked to the v i p guests, so I think there's gonna be a lot of happy people out there. <laughs> And I hope they're listening to the podcast because sometimes you look at them hooked and it can look a little scary because of the curve Mm -hmm. and you're not sure how to use it. And so I'm hoping that maybe some of those folks might be listening to the podcast and um, would, you know, consider, you know, trying it out. I, you know, I, I. I'm intrigued by this because I really do think that there are a lot of women out there who haven't orgasmed, and I think that many women, I don't know if you would agree, are kind of waiting for their partner um, to miraculously make this happen. And I think for some people, if you've got a really experienced partner who's interested in having you orgasm, that you then... um, You know, you're lucky, you're fortunate if you have such a partner who's, you know, like Tyrone, who is interested in your happiness and interested in your pleasure, that they know how to help a woman get to that orgasm. Some men or partners, it doesn't have to be a man or a woman, um, are very good at that. But you can't always count on that. And so I think for women to understand their bodies and understand what gives them pleasure, I just think is so important and I'm so excited that you brought that up because I think you know you're talking about Tyrone and you know you have this great sexual partner that you know you can score in the 80s with your points, but um, <laughs> but for some women it might be about just beginning with um, right. figuring out what turns them on, where their G spot is. You know, does and you know nipple play turn them on? Amazing. Does anal play turn them on? So figuring all of that stuff out is important.
1: Yeah, very much so like that. When it was when I started seeing him, um, I had had some bad situations and I was determined to just never ever get hit again. I was like, I don't want it, it's the worst thing because none of the men really knew what they were doing and he was like, Give me a shot I was like, Okay, we'll see what you're talking about and now <laughs> it's like, Yay. Man, it's awesome. And then the idea of multiple orgasms. Never had that happen before. Mm -hmm. And this is a situation where I'm guaranteed two or three every time.
0: (laughs) Wow. Aren't you a lucky woman?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely spoiled me, and it's, it's, it's expressed in the book. It's definitely what he has led me to fantasize about quite often.
0: So let me ask you this question. What about your ability to please your partner? Do you feel that that has been heightened with your writing? Uh, do you see yourself as someone who's also able to provide pleasure?
1: And It's interesting you ask that because before Tyrone, I was always just gun Like I knew if I made him... Climax before me. If I made his moment happen before me, I knew I was doing a good job. So when I met Tyrone and this situation started, I was like, "Well, wait a minute. I've gotten two, and he ain't came yet. Like, what's really going on?" I I started to feel like I was doing something wrong. And he was like, "No, like you're that good. I don't want to leave. Like I'm, I'm, I want to stay in here as long as I can. Like you should be happy with what you got going on down there." And I started to really focus on different ways because now it's a competition for me now I'm like okay let me see what I can do so I started trying new things different positions and I think that's what made me more open to different um ideas in the bedroom as far as uh, positioning and um uh, just overall pleasure of my partner pleasing him is what pleases me now, but again, it's a, it's a give and take. We, we please each other
0: yeah, <laughs> tremendously. What do you think about the toy, the Rise and Shine or Embrace? What do you think about the C-rings as far as pleasure?
1: Um, Rise and Shine is a good one. I've, I've sold a few of those, actually, and mm-hmm. it is a wonderful enhancement when you are in the um, doggy style position. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great position for that particular toy because um, it not only gives him some stimulation, but then as a female, you're getting penetration and clitoral stimulation from the from the actual bullet. So
0: right.
1: that's a really good one with partner play.
0: Okay. Okay, great. Any other partner play ones that you like? Um,
1: it's not actually a, a toy, but I think we've enjoyed the the love triangle
0: Uh uh-huh and play with me i was just gonna ask you about that because you (laughs) talked about different positions so i was gonna get to that so yeah play with me i would think that that given what you said
1: yes play with me is is wonderful especially for women that feel like they're not limber enough they're not flexible i can't get my legs this high or like in my case I've had one too many orgasms and my legs are too weak to hold.
0: Right. It's a great, right.
1: it's a great toy. <laughs> it's wonderful. It helps to stretch your legs out and it helps for controlling when he wants to be a little more in the dominant position of holding you, pulling you back. Like I love it. It's one of my favorites.
0: Hmm, And the love triangle really is great. I think um, I've heard many couples say it's great, especially if you, you know, have lower back problems. It really helps with um, just the positioning and being able it to do more without putting a lot of strain on your back.
1: I like it. Simply, I like I slip on mine when I first got it because it, it really is just great for the back. But right. then as far as, like, the... Um, the angling, yes, it, it makes a it makes a curve, it makes a little extra oomph when he's like if he's laying on it and you're riding, oh, it's it's wonderful. It's, <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
0: And the last one I'm going to ask you about is um, a toy that I advocated a lot for and was really excited to bring on, and that one is Groove. Um, I just think it could be so much fun for couples, like at a nightclub, to you know, to put it on and and go out together, or have you know the partner with the remote and the other partner wearing uh, the vibrator. What do you think? Have you tried out Groove yet?
1: I have not tried that one only because I don't trust him with the remote. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust him with the remote. Um, We have done some things in public places, and I I know if he had full access and control of that, it it would definitely be an interesting evening.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, Kendall, it's so nice to talk to you. It was really great. I would love to close out our podcast today with you reading, um, one last piece from your book, Vivid, if you, if you would, uh, uh, bless us with that, that'd be awesome.
1: Okay, let's see, what can we end with? Um, put in work, that's a lengthy one.
0: While you're looking for one, I just wanted to say, you know, what I'm really excited about is I love your book, by the way, and... um congratulations on it. I look forward to part two coming out. It'd be great to find a way to incorporate it. Maybe we should have some sort of promotion or something go on when you bring out part two um, with Bedroom Candy. But I just think it is wonderful how you've incorporated your gift of writing short stories and um, your Bedroom Candy business. So you've got that you know, creative side with your entrepreneurial side intertwined. And I think that is just wonderful. It's been Great to hear that you've been able to use the knowledge you've acquired in your writing and your understanding of eroticism and pleasure to really help your customers um, experience pleasure and better sex and to be able to incorporate bedroom candy into their lives. That is exactly what we want to have happen. I hope that many of the consultants and customers who are listening to the podcast might be um, you know, uh, inspired to try one of these toys and to, you know, like the I'm hooked. I mean, it's such great knowledge to know that that is really a good introductory toy for women. And, other people might be inspired by it. I also think that there's something to reading eroticism and and short stories that can sometimes get people really thinking about or giving people permission to begin to experiment in their lives. I think, you know, those stories can sometimes, you know, lead you down a place where you wouldn't normally go sexually. So, I thank you for that exactly. gift. Then yeah. That's-
1: that's one thing that I'm, I i have been thankful for with the book is the people that have purchased and have read and have enjoyed have told me because of the vivid details that I provide, they have actually been more open to trying new things and more so new places. A lot of people just think sex has to happen in the bedroom. right? But throughout this book, you'll realize that it happens in the bedroom, in the boardroom, on the beach, in the backseat. seat in the restaurant, uh, you know, just a number of places, all places I've actually been. And and um, I, I'm thankful that it has allowed people to really just kind of think outside the box and how to enjoy themselves and not be so closed minded to sex at night, in the bed, two people, that's it. Like, it's more to that. It's more to the experience if you really open up and just allow yourself to be just Open, like open to pleasure and all forms of of pleasure, not, not just penetration, but, you know, head is wonderful, a wonderful thing. <laughs> I think um, the, the the fear of getting caught also heightens the pleasurable experience because we've done that several times. And in the book, it details How you can get away with certain things and just enjoying the moment, living in that moment of being with somebody you love and you care about, and you pleasure them, they pleasure you. Just a great thing. I think sex is wonderful.
0: Yes, I do too. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's close out with something wonderful from you.
1: I will read Reflections. Okay. And it's. Very simple, but it's one of my favorites. I'm almost asleep, but your scent lays across my pillow. It causes a drift in my emotions. I miss you. I adjust my head and rearrange my pillow, but now the scent is dancing across my face. It tickles my nose and whispers in my ears to my thoughts. They replay a memory of time spent, like old black and white movies in color. I now see us in the past, in the moments of closeness, surrounded by peace, from my perspective, I still, I lay still to pause the moment there, afraid of losing, w- afraid of losing it with the scent. The scent remains, but the but the image has changed. It's the future looking back at me. I gaze at it, and I see. Wow. And that is reflection.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It would be great to um, be able to share some of your poems with the Bedroom Candy community, and we can talk about that. Not your poems, your short stories um, with the Bedroom Candy community. So let's talk about that. But thank you so much, Kendall. Thank you. For
1: I'm, I'm really, really, really thankful for this book. Like you said, it's been a while since I sent the book, and the timing is just perfect because I just brought it back out I just I, I sold out of all my hard copies and I okay. uh, have one that I keep for myself and I just shared it with somebody the other day and I was like I'm I'm working on part two and then I got this phone call I was like oh
0: well, perfect <laughs> everything happens in time the universe often does that and I'm um, you know really excited to do it in February because it's you know, the month of love. So I really have this, um, you know, poetry and short stories and cookbooks and great fun stuff for Valentine. So I am so excited and looking forward to meeting you and would love to meet Tyrone one day (laughs) when I come out to Nashville. So um, it was great. Thank you so much for being on this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. Thank you so much, Kendall.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank
0: you for sharing with us. Have a great week. You too. Okay, bye bye. The business of pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. To shop with us, visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com. To join our team of consultants who own their own home based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today.